up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 185. Here with Griffin. And I'm here with Adam. And we're here. Yeah. Fan might have me a delay or something. Wow, we don't know what's going on, but I'm sure he'll pop yeah. in. Yeah, we'll see. Anytime. But we, you know, we got to get into it because. Some of us got work this morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some of us got day jobs with fucking responsibilities and stuff. For barriers. Barriers, yeah. Yeah, man, let's get off into this uh, Lovecraft country. I'll say it from now on. Yeah, because I don't even know how. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but I know it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I mean, some new things have come to light. Crazy shit, dude. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, the, the episode opens where the last episode left off, where those little spooky chick girl creature thing. The they are. Yeah, they're after D, right? Yeah. No, right, we got D. They start fucking her arm up and shit. And then there's there's a little bit of a time jump, but not much. We get like ten minute time jump, and she's like laying there, and she's like in a coma basically, right? Yeah, turning into those things. Yeah, like her arms all infected, and some crazy stuff is happening. And uh, they're like, "Well, how do we save her? Like, what are we gonna do?" And then they're like, "Well, call old girl up. I get Christina help." And we don't like, know what we, to do. Yeah. Like, we can trade the pages for the for her to help. About and then that. Letty's, <laughs> yeah, Letty's like, uh, kind of already did that shit. How mad did his dad get? Oh, I know. He was pissed. I mean, but do you blame him, though? No. Like, he knows more than, you know. But anyway. Um... <clears throat> So then the sister's like, I got this. Don't worry. I got this set up. We can make this work. And um, she makes the phone call. Chick comes over there and she's like, I can't break the spell. But what I can do is reset the spell. But you got 24, what was it, 24 hours? Yeah. We got 24 hours until the spell those things start coming back and chasing her around. And then they're like, well, and Hippolyta shows up, right? And she's like, what did y'all do to my, my girl? Well, these crazy fucking demon things is chasing her and fucked her up. Anyway, Hippolyta's like, we can do this. Here's what we got to do. Time machine. Yeah. And Atticus is like, well, you fucked it up. It's broke. Yeah. It's broke, man. Like I'll fix it. Yeah, and she's like, I lived for 200 and some odd years yeah. on this other planet, Earth 504. Between, yeah. And, like, she's been there. Like, yeah. she's been through some shit. You can tell. What's a motherboard? Yeah, right. She went me. Yeah. I she thought is that the was mother. funny, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know. But they go to the time machine and they're like, we got to go back in time to 1921 to Oklahoma, right? Uh, yep. And get the the book of names so that we can perform this, this spell. Or they this, burn the city down. Yeah. They got to get that before they burn the city down. But they got to get back in time 
to stop those things from getting the girl. So they're on this like weird timeline, this weird time constraint thing going on. So anyway, they go, they start working on it and she's doing some quick maths, dude. Like I'm, it's safe to say that she's like genius level now, right? She still got them things in her arms and they told her that, that she didn't need them. And I thought that they would be gone after that, but apparently I was mistaken, you know? Um, but anyway, they, uh, she hooked herself up to the thing and opened the portal up. Like whenever they, it's crazy. Cause so when they cut it on, it cycles between different realities yeah. and different times. And she said the numbers. She's like, there's so many possibilities. I got to figure out the math. I got to break out the swap board. Yeah. And she does it though. Yeah. You know? I don't think I would. Well, they needed to take the dad because he knew his way around. Yeah. But every like five minutes, he was staring off into nothing, like having flashbacks yeah. and shit. It's like, well, motherfucker. He's like, get it together, dude. Whenever I first saw that, I was just like, I understand why they, I, I'm with you. I understand why they take him. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, he's kind of a fucking. A loose cannon. Well, he's, he, yeah, he's a wild card. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. you know, because you never know. a trophy down any minute, like. Yeah, right. And it's like, and you, and they know. And they even have that, that conversation. He's like, if you go over there and if you stop this from happening, then you never get with mom and I'm never born. I, that's what I was thinking he meant. He was like, look, that's your little boyfriend. Yeah. And if he doesn't die, then maybe, you know, you end up with it. Yeah. And I'm not born. My kid's not born. Like it we can't change anything. Yeah. Because if we do and and even Letty explains it to the to the great grandmother or whatever. Yeah, it's already done. Like, we can't change it. Yeah. And she, and but she understood. She did. Cause she's in some deep shit. She like said, we don't you, know. She said you came back to the past to get the book. That we yeah. died or not. Yeah. How do we Letty die? Was like, yeah, it was kind of sad. It you was. know that really happened. There was yeah, a, I know. Uh, um, Oklahoma. You know, I don't know what they called it, but the Tulsa riots. That's it. Yeah, terrible. It is, man. I really like the way that they did the um, the time travel in this though, because yeah. you, you know, in most stories, when you have time travel as a thing, it's like, well, you can't mess the you can't do anything crazy because you'll mess the timeline up right and that's always one of those things it's always it's kind of a given but you never see a a real emotional reaction to i guess because most of the time in time travel movies you don't go back to your past yeah you go back to a past but you don't go back to your past Mm -hmm. now imagine going back to whenever you were a kid and like all this, like it's stuff that you haven't thought about in years and it just comes flooding back. Yeah, that's what, as soon as I he mean, went through, he's like, I couldn't even remember his name. Yeah. I mean, so it, I really liked the way that they, they went in and did that because it's such a unique take on time travel as a whole. And like all this, how, especially the dad, I mean, he had a, he had a complete identity crisis yeah. during Meltdown. the trip, you know? Yeah. 
And he's like, you know, the stranger, you know, with the baseball bat, you know, and all this stuff. And it's like the mysterious stranger. He said, he's not coming up to save us. And yeah. He's like, something's wrong. And he steps up and he looks down. There's you remember baseball. at the beginning, the first episode. Yeah. When he was fighting the war, there's a baseball player. He yeah. Was swinging yeah. the bat. And I was like, oh, it's kind of a little callback on that. Like, yeah. And then he yeah. grabs that bat. He runs out. He said, dude came out there swinging like who? Jackie Robinson. Yeah. He said, came out there swinging like Jackie Robinson saved us. Yeah. And he, and then they're like, it's not happening. It's not happening. Dude, what's funny about that? Like, it always happened. Yeah. It was him. It's the way that it's set up. Yeah. He was the one that yeah. saved them. Like, if yeah. he didn't save them right then and there, they'd probably die. Yeah. I mean, then he's not born. Like, yeah. That's just crazy. Like, good writing. Yeah. Really good writing. Um, gotcha, but kid. Yeah. And those, and before they go through the portal, he tells Atticus that it might be, he might be Uncle George's son. Yeah, I didn't expect that to come out. No, no. I was expecting it to come out later in the season, like in the last episode, but they actually brought it out to Front Street, and it's just like, well, now he talking knows. talking about the blood. Yeah. And he said, you, you, might, you might be George. Then he's like, because he always wished Uncle George was his dad. Yeah. But then, all right, he beat him all these years. But yeah. then we see when they go through, we see him being beat. Yeah. His dad making him get a switch and just bust his ass in the yard, like, yeah. Smacking him around, you know, and they're all looking at him. They're like, damn, we didn't know you had it like that. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I mean, you kind of, we've kind of related to that in a way, right? Because it's like, We've, I've heard stories of how my grandparents were treated Yeah, and then my parents were treated and then I know how I was treated. And it's like, it seems like with each generation, especially how laws and stuff in the country work, it's like, it gets a little bit less. Um, I don't see us busting our kids ass. Like what we got No. Like it no. stops here. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah. I mean. And I, I can see, like, some, but not, like, the way I had it. You got to punish them. Sure. Yeah. But Nowadays, you just take shit away from them. Yeah. Give me yeah. your phone. Yeah. And they'll straighten up real quick. Yeah. You cut off that internet, <laughs> that motherfucker will yeah. be making beds and shit in two hours. Like, you know, doing laundry, yeah. like, trying to get that phone back. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, we get a little glimpse into like the situation that happened with him growing up and then how like he always was in the shadow of George. George. Yeah. Cuz George was kind of uh, his dad even said it he's like at least there's two men in this in this family yeah. or something. You know, and it's like his dad kind of if his dad didn't know, he used homophobia as a it way made him to feel like a sissy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, and I think that that kind of owns it. It contributes more to the character development, right? Because it's like he he's gay, yeah, and he doesn't understand why he's gay, and he shouldn't be gay, but he feels that way, yeah. But he thinks that even himself, if he's harder on his son, then he won't be. You know, look how he turned out. 
Yeah, yeah. Like he was beat but, on, he still turned out that way. You can't beat yeah. that out of somebody like that's. Yeah, but that's the logic of the fifties, though, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the logic of the up. times. Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest, though, man. Atticus's dad is a badass, yeah. like when he needs to be. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like he's not a a quote unquote sissy or anything like that. He's just he doesn't understand what he is because. It's not accepted in society. Yeah. And that's just, just, it's such an interesting dynamic to, that they're putting the race stuff in there along with the, the homophobia and they're doing it. And this is something that I said, I think I said it whenever I was watching Umbrella Academy and then whenever we watched Doom Patrol, we're finally getting to a place to where they can write homosexual characters in a relatable way, whether you're gay or straight. And it's finally, finally happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I never had a problem with a homosexual character in anything. Nah. But I can't identify with the sexual orientation of that character, but I can identify with being in love with somebody. Yeah. And they're finally, like, in a place to where they can convey that, regardless of what your sexual orientation is. And I'm so happy that they're able to do that now, because you can identify with the characters. Yeah, they're doing it the right way. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like trying to just like shove it down your throat, you know, literally and figuratively, I guess you could say. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like now you're getting these actual storylines that you actually feel a certain kind of way about. And it's great. Like, and the way that this show's been written so far, it's just oh. like they're mixing so much like fantasy and like darkness into like these real world situations. And they're using, you know, they're using the fantasy as a mechanism. But they really don't have to because of the time that they live in. But they're still using it effectively as a mechanism to to portray, like, inequality and, and all this racial tension and sexual orientation and all this. And it's like, it's like a double dose of crazy. You know what I mean? You're like, what is that, they're... dude? It's a big part of the story. It really is. And his relationship with his dad is a huge part of the story. And, and as he like, learns more, it's starting to change. Like it's getting better. Like, yeah, you know, when he saw what his dad was going through, and I just got to say that, um, his grandfather had one a mean fucking mustache, dude. Dude, it was the fucking that crazy. Was mean, wasn't it? Yeah, like it was a red beard. Yeah, <laughs> right. But then him, was... him seeing that and. And being like, yeah. damn, that's why you did that to me, man. You got beat on, like. Yeah. But his dad should have learned, man. Like, his yeah. dad beat on him, and he still turned out that way. He shouldn't have. Yeah. You know, but he was drinking, and. Yeah. Not you thinking. Tell he feels bad about it. Oh yeah. I mean, he feels yeah. bad. He's. He's he's gonna make up for it. I feel like something's gonna happen to him. Right? Yeah, I do too. Whenever I, that shot where he was standing there looking out the window when Lenny's walking down the road, that was crazy. Yeah, all those bombs um, were going off. Yeah, and then what What I thought was cool, so they kept having this dream where they would see the grandmother with the book. Yeah. And they're going through this house that's on fire. Yeah. Well, it cuts to them, you know, in Tulsa fire, yeah. and they're wearing the same clothes. He had the same clothes he had on in the dream, like... Yeah, she and did I was like, too, that's yeah. what all that meant. Like that, you saw the dream play out. Yeah. And they, it's, it's amazing what they've been able to do, man. 
Yeah, we got to mention the uh, the captain. So the captain got hurt. Oh, God. The fucking Tig called his dogs out. You know? Uh, yeah. He called his dogs out. So the captain got fucked up. So they went and got him another body. You know, we had talked about that before, like, that it looked like a black man's torso on him. But you, you don't know because it's always in a dark room or something. But that's yeah. what it was. Like, every time he would get hurt, I guess be dying or something, they would go out, find someone, take the part that they needed, yeah, and just replace him with it. And then they had this spell. But that's what that rock was. Um, it was to stop him from healing. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, it did. She's like, uh, she said, what'd she say? I wish I could watch you die a thousand times. Like, yeah, but, but this, this one, one time will work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and when he came in there, they were like, you're not supposed to be alive. Yeah. What are you doing? And it's like, and he knew it was her. He's like, Christine. Yeah. And, um, you know, she, so she, she took him out mm. and then it, it, it's come to light that she needs Atticus blood. Now here's, the, but here's the thing. If his dad is really his dad, mm-hmm. can't they use his blood? Well, and at the same time, like they could s- still use George's blood. Yeah. Because if it's on the dad's side, and I know that we got, we went back yeah, in so time. Yeah, so it's all the same blood. Yeah. But, and we went back in time and we saw the, the mother's side and the mother, the mother's grandmother or whatever had the book. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, like, why did him casting the spell work? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, because like if he ends up whether it's George or Montrose that ends up with with Atticus's mom for him to be born, then by it's this logic Well, but by this logic, if she had the blood in her, then anybody can cast spells. Yeah. Or if you have the blood, then you can cast spells. So either way, they had the book just because of happenstance or it actually was his mom's side. It's yeah. like that. That's something that we might be overthinking completely. I don't know. But at it the would same have been time, a cool twist. If they yeah, had hit but, you with that, like. Yeah, and they still could. They could. It's just like I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out because it's like, well, the the children of Adam, uh-huh. right? Which, so they are like the cop was taught how to cast spells. Yeah, he. They taught him. I don't think he's part of any. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have any blood. Right. So by that definition, if Atticus taught his dad, which they're still learning the process on how to cast spells, then like technically he could cast spells. I guess. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's just I don't I don't know the, the logistics of the spell casting. Yeah, and now so, we know why he had the guy in the closet, the spare body parts. That yeah, that's, that's all that comes. was. It was just a yeah. Spare body parts in case something happened to him. Yeah. And him laying there and then the and it not working. Yeah. And then his nipples just blow out. Yeah. I'm like, damn, what the fuck's happening to him? Their anim the animation they use and the CGI when like when the skin would fall off of them or like that, it looked yeah. so fucking real. It did. Yeah. And he was like stapled. Yeah. To the body. Well, they were doing- well, they were doing some quick surgery yeah. and they even said that like, he's got those pages, right. Mm-hmm. Or the book and the book is with his body or the pages are with his, his body. 
So where the fuck is his actual body at? Yeah. And where are those pages? And why, if she knew that he had the pages, then I understand that she took the opportunity to get, uh, to pr- give Letty the protection and all that stuff. And, and that whole conversation happened. I get that. But at the same time, it's like, um, why didn't she just go after the police chief and get his shit? You know what I mean? He doesn't have all of it. I don't mean. Well, but they don't either. Yeah. And well, maybe they have different sets of pages though. Yeah. There were some that were ripped out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think he's got a few of those because he got those from the doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they were trying to get the rest of the book, which they've got the negatives of. Yeah. I mean, she might have them now. Yeah, and I mean, that it seems be... like that's what she's trying to do is get everything together. And now she's got them going back and getting the book of names for her. Yeah. I know she's going to end up with that shit. Well, her end game is to live forever. Yeah. That's so we've got one episode of the season left, right? Yeah. Predictions. What do you guys predict is going to happen in the finale? I think instead of Atticus dying, it'll be his dad. All right. I don't think think... he'll kill Atticus. Yeah. I know we saw him dying. Yeah. Where'd the Asian girl go? She gone? She just left, right? uh, He told her to fuck off. Yeah. So I think she's going to show back up. What if, what if that's how dude dies? Like, in order for them to find something out, well, or I don't, I have a feeling that the Asian chick's going to show back with up. Somebody she's going to, because roommates. she, yeah. And whether it be William, which I was is thinking could be him. Yeah. Or Atticus's dad might sleep with her to sacrifice himself mm. because he might have something buried that he, because we've already, yeah, because he's already said that, you know, he forgot dude's name and all that shit until they, you know, showed up there, this, that, and the other. So it's like, well, what if it's buried deep mm-hmm. and he can't access it? A mental block. Yeah. So. Because Atticus is on grandpa. Could be. That, that would be fucking crazy. That'd be crazy. Yeah, what right. about when he ran up and hit that dude, that ball breath, dude? Well, he no, fucked well, 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 if you were, well, 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 now we've got Atticus on the thing that the element they've reduced now, or that they not reduced, but they've pivoted Atticus' character in. Uh, I mean, and of course, they might not come back to it whatsoever now in the next episode. But now they've got him restoring, like he has to keep, he has to keep certain events in play. Yeah, yeah, keep the timeline going. I know they didn't touch on, you remember when we were wondering why Christine had those guys throw her in the water? Yeah. I think she was trying to see how good that spell worked. Right. Because the same spell that she has is on Letty now. Yeah. And I think she was seeing, like, was there any way you could get her, you know what I mean? She was testing it just to see how good it worked. Because they're not even going to touch back on that, I don't think. They just, because when she came out, she had this look on her face like, fuck. Like, yeah, but here's the thing, dude. She already lives forever, right? 
more or less. So she's got I this think, protection thing, but she's still aging, and yeah, yeah, she wants to stop that, and you know, or maybe she old. ages at a slower pace. Yeah, but but she just the, her whole thing is she just wants to do it to prove to her dead father that she can do it. Yeah, because, because she's, she's a woman, woman, and they kind of yeah, and it's like, yeah. dude, like we get it. Yeah, but like we could all we live don't... happy ever after here. We yeah, don't, we don't have to kill each other. Um, when they came back through the portal, Hippolyta was fucking foaming at the mouth and yeah, like, I can't hold it anymore. And I'm like, dude, they're going to get stuck there. How fucked up would that have been? Oh man. But see, the lady'd have to like grow old with the book. Yeah. And then bring it back to them one day. But they finally, she got them through. I thought it was going to kill her. Dude, it turned her hair blue. Yeah, I thought it was going to kill her as and well. And her eyes looked all weird. Remember at the yeah. beginning with the alien chick had blue hair? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Man, the way they the way they did that portal, the way they met that, the effect, mm-hmm. the yeah. animation they did for it, that was really cool. Like, yeah. I felt like it added, it added to the sense of, like, they really got to fucking hurry. Like, this shit's unstable as fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it right before you got on. The way they did the time travel was really cool. Like, it was kind of different. Yeah. You know, like its own yeah. thing, kind of. And it was, it was neat. Like, absolutely. Yeah. It just, it I'll, really. I'll sh- say this. I enjoyed this. This is, this is probably my favorite episode of, this, of the season so far. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree with that, man, because you get a, a lot of backstory, you get a lot of, of gaps filled which is yeah. kind of something we've been wanting. But you also get, like, there's so much tension yeah. going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, dude, and that, and that whole sequence, man, uh, there near the end, when Atticus has got the ball back, and he walks up, and he, he fulfills it, and he's like, I got you, kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that shit was, for TV, man, like, Pretty there's good. very, very yeah. few times, like, through the way the narrative's crafted and the message it's doing and when all those little moving parts are all working in tandem and it's 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 actually executing it. Yeah. Like that that scene crushed it, man. Like yeah. it was awesome. Well, and the relationship that was formed. Like you saw the the whole time Atticus and his dad's relationship has just reduced. Oh to dude, it was like it's like grinding knuckles together the whole show, man. Yeah, and, and then whenever whenever dude put two and two together, and you like his dad that, beating him. When 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 motherfucker, uh, <clears throat> Mister when when, I, when uh, oh dude, whenever uh, Atticus' father puts two and two together, like you're the fucking stranger, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, yeah. like all all that animosity is gone. Yeah, that and I think too when Atticus and Letty saw. Um, his dad beating on him. Yeah. You know, George was the favorite kid. George had everything. And he beat on uh, Atticus' dad. Just got, that was him, the little kid, just getting beat up in the yard. Yeah. And they were like, you know, even the neighbors came out and was like, man, it's fucked up. Yeah. Well, and it, and it really shows, too. It's like, even when he's like, uh, you had it bad, what about George? And he's like, he, him even still being like, nah, your brother got it too. Like, and he helped, like, he took up for him. 
he took up for me. He cared about me. He loved me like he was my brother. You know, it was that real. And you just realize like, this is just one moment in time. You know, you're just seeing one, one encounter happen here. Like the last encounter happened. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, man, just the way that they've wrote everything and the relationships, the way the relationships have been formed and everything has just been fucking amazing. And that was Atticus's mom. It was going to go to the dance with George. Yeah. So we already see them kind of like being together. And then later on, so I, don't, I still don't know how she ended up with, what's his name, Montrose. Yeah. I still don't know how she ended up with him. Like maybe she felt sorry for him. George moved away. Yeah. She ended up with the little brother, but uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Here's something that I thought was going to happen the whole time I'm watching it. When the shit hit the fan, I was like, dude, if they try to attack Atticus, that thing's going to show up and that's going to fuck the timeline up for real. Like, yeah, right. that's what I was like, dude, are they going to do that? Yeah. But it didn't happen. Thank fucking God. Dude, when that guy walked up and shot that kid though. Yeah. And he just popped was... all over Montrose. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to save him. He's like, you can't. You told us right before we came through, you can't do it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, for next week's episode, I think that, um, I think that the dad, if the dad lives, he's going to be like, it's going to be surprising. Yeah. Um, I think Hippolyta is going to have a lot more to contribute to the story than we realize. Yeah. Um, and then I also think that like the Asian chick's going to show back up and make something crazy happen. So I think about her, like sleeping with somebody and something happened there. Yeah. Well, she's, she's one of the, she's one of the top build cast for the, uh, for the next episode from what I could tell. So she made full circle. Yeah. So. And it may be more, I mean, if, if she doesn't, because in the timeline where he got the book, which is supposedly the future, Atticus is going to die at the Equinox thing. So if they stop that from happening and he doesn't die like he's supposed to, then they're going to branch off the timeline right there. And it's going to be a whole new fucked up world. So even if they save him, it's going to fuck everything else up. Because, I mean, we don't know what the future has in store. For all we know, the future, the present for us is the future for them. You know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, shit's kind of fucked up, but it's not monsters running around fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, in the next one, they're going back to the house, right? They're going to another. Yeah, they're going to the, the castle. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so in the next episode, the Asian chick's in it. Is build on it, and also Titus Brave White. Yeah. So. Because he's in the next one. Huh? Who fucking knows? What if she yeah. bangs him? Ooh. I mean, I'd watch something. it. Yeah, I will. <laughs> here's yeah, here's anyway. the question that I have though: Is this the end? Like, see, we—they're not telling us if there's gonna be another season. So you don't know if if it's gonna wrap up there or. No, I think there's going to be another season. It's got to be, right? 
Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I can't wait. Airs on the 18th. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, I'm ready to talk about this movie, though, for reals. Oh, yeah, man. So, Halloween, 2018 edition. Yeah. 40 years later. To the day. Yeah. 40 fucking years later, dude. He has been doomsday Michael Myers prepping. For sure. His whole life. Yeah. Because she knew he was going to get out. Yeah. What I thought was really cool was the little draw doors she had. So when she checked the room, she could hit the thing and he couldn't go in there. Dude, I love that shit. That was awesome, right? Yeah, I thought that. Panic room. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was one of the most fucking. What'd she say to her at the end? She said, it's not this. It's not a cage. It's a trap. Yeah, yeah. I like when she did that thing where she's like, I can't do it, mom. I can't do it. And he stepped out in the open. He's like, I got you now, bitch. And she said, psych. Wow. You know? Yeah, yeah right. Here's, here's one thing. Though. It's like, can we not just shoot this motherfucker in the face? Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Shoot him in the face. Aim that well, shotgun. I mean, you know, the story's over if they do that. But she yeah. blew his fucking hand off. Oh, that was awesome. He, he, he didn't even flinch. He was like. No. Dude, at the beginning, though, this opening. So, what'd y'all think about that? With the, when they're at the, the hospital? The podcasters. Yeah, I thought that was up. real cool how they're doing like a, a serial type thing. They're, you know, I thought that was a neat way for them to work that in. Well, yeah, to kind of yeah. show you like it's in the, it's in the, like some time has passed. Yeah. Yeah. Present day. Yeah, these guys are making a podcast, and they said they had award-winning, you know, pot things that they've done with other murder cases. Yeah, and why not do this one? Yeah, um, I like the I like the way they introduced that. I like the way he got his mask back. Oh man, I'm I'm glad that those two. I I like those two characters, but I'm also glad that those two characters got it when they got it, because if they were fucking trekking around. <clears throat> The whole time with the family, I'd have been like, this is too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew right off the bat, I was like, these are our first kills. Well, yeah. what like, I, did, I felt it. He... I remember that, that, that the first time I'd watched it, I was like, yeah. Well, this, he had to get the mask our... back. Well, yeah. These are going to be our, our, our people that show the audience that Michael still got it. But that yeah. pissed him off when that dude was, say something. Yeah. Dude, that, that cold opening where he's just screaming and it just cuts to the title. Yeah. And you're like, bam, it's going to be this kind of In movie, it. you know? Whenever um, um, you see the guy in the, what is it, the, when they go to the store and the guy's head's laying down and his jaw's been fucking ripped off. Yeah. Well, I like how they play. said, Michael, like, while, while they, they showed you both characters, like, I'll bet it working in different times. They showed you like their 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 training for the showdown at the end. Yeah. Like yeah. Lori, you know, it's introducing her 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 daughter and how how she's fucked up from everything and how the kids had to live with her mom being fucked up from everything and yada yada. But Michael, though, you get just this like out of the penitentiary and he just slowly acquires his shit yeah. back. Yeah. And I thought that was a cool way of keeping keeping his his kills relevant and not just oh 
gash in the face, yeah. blind, just whatever. Like, yeah. what was cool? He's pure, you know, the... he's pure fucking evil. But like each kill that that they that they set up to him eventually showing down with Laurie was a sequence of like like it was a reward system. Yeah, like, it was almost like he's playing a video game. Yeah, get my get mask, mask, kill this motherfucker, knife. get my tracksuit. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. <clears throat> but um, so on the bus, the kid and his dad pulls up. He wants to go dance, and his dad's like, "I want to hunt." And they pull up, and they see the bus out there, and you go kind of like with the car, people yeah. walking around, got a little, you know, little nod ahead to that scene. And then, so I, in, in my mind, that doctor caused this shit. Oh yeah, he caused the wreck. He knew it was they don't show happen. that shit, but he wanted him to. He did not want him to go. He didn't want to hand the patient over. He no. spent his whole life trying to like you know just say something, yeah. anything like why are you the, like what is what is and then, you know never got anything to forty years, yeah, of trying to get well, some shit out of this guy. Not only that, but you also kind of see the mentality of the doctor where it's like, to me, and this is just person me personally looking at it. It's like. He came in to work with Dr. Loomis, fascinated by this case yep. in in school. And he almost had like this weird, like That's fatherly. True. Yeah, this weird fatherly bond with Michael to the point where he even he said, you know, somewhat sabotaged the bus or at least allowed it to happen and then gets him to the cabin. Yep. And that whole fucking scene was so creepy. I wasn't expecting that shit whatsoever. When he fucking puts the mask on and everything. Yeah, he like, said, oh, oh, that's what it feels like when he stabbed yeah. that cop. I thought that cop was going to stick around. I was like. Yeah, right. He was going to shoot him, and he's like, nope. Yeah. And it's like, all right, fuck this guy. So can yeah. we talk about, like, uh, the. Um, that tracking it's, it's shot? Dude. dude and he's going it, into it, that it, house I, to I get wanna, that knife. I want to call it. I want to call it. It's the most Halloween moment of the movie. Yeah. Like we finally get it. It just shows Michael. You see the house. Mm-hmm. Fucking music it bumps kicks into in. Him, turns and then, around, and then and then it's just just the long shot, man. I was I fucking loved it. Yeah. That was my that was yeah. my favorite shot of the film. Went in there, and got his knife. I like that one too, where the chick was on the phone. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you could see out the window, and you see him walk. They had that light out there, so you could see him walk between the house and the shadow. Yeah. It was like, oh man, that's perfect. Like. Yeah. Like, and here's my thing. Why, why, why have we not gotten a a shot of like Jason, like they did Michael? Yeah. Because he's the kind of character that if like the camera just lingering on him yeah. is tension building in and of itself. Yeah. And then when you when he just because because you're waiting for his move because they like this character we're, we're so used to has an unpredictability to him. And so as the, you know, the audience, you, you just, you're, you're dry, like the motherfucker could have just sat there staring at a motherfucker for hours. And we'd be like, uh, yeah, like yeah. on the edge, you know, like, and they do that shot where it's like, you're like un- down by his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Showing you how big he is. And they kind of like they did in the first one. They did a lot of that. Yeah. And I really like how the mask looked, how it was like, it's like 40 years old. Yeah. Fucking falling apart. That's like the coolest mask, man. Yeah, for sure. The way sure. it looks like that all old and shit. Yeah. But they and, kept and, doing the nods to the other movies, like when she falls out the window and then it cuts back and it's like da da she's gone, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well or, I thought well I, I thought the I thought the final shot, man, 
um, for one of the final shots was a, uh, and it didn't hit me till I we had went back and watched the original last week. Of uh, you know, Michael gets shot out the window. He lands on the ground. Cop runs up and sees him. Turns to look at Laurie. She says her her spiel about the boogeyman. He looks back outside and Michael's gone. Yeah, that's well, what I'm talking down, about. Yeah, well, while he's down in the pit and that shit's on fire, they look down and you see him just looking up. Yeah. Which, like, we'll get more in depth on his, on, on that motherfucker's physical acting was on point. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then, like, it cuts back and Michael's not down there in the fire anymore. Yeah. When they show the wide shot downstairs, you don't mm-hmm. see him standing there. Yeah. Yeah, they they did a lot right with this, and it's like you can tell that this was a passion project through and through, and and it makes me that much more excited about the follow ups to it because it's like these are people like the people, Danny McBride and and Joseph Gordon Green, I think that's his name, uh, and everybody else that contributed to the film are like super fans of this. Yeah, this is this is why we haven't had a good Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street movie in a very long time. And it's not because the people that have done it recently didn't care about the movie. It's just they didn't put the time into f- creating this like those these guys have. Because, I mean, not only do they make nods and references and this, that, and the other to everything else, like all the other Halloween movies and like all of them, to a certain extent, there's at least one little nod to it but also just the idea of like we're going to skip everything this is going to be a direct sequel to the first one and she's going to be so fucked up and not only is she going to be fucked up but her daughter's going to be fucked up because her mom fucked her up and then the the cycle that broke it is going to be the one that recreates the the you know the phobia yeah you know because like the the daughter the the high school girl you know, she she knows that her grandmother's kind of crazy. Yeah, she knows that her mom went through. Get over yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, and the daughter, get over it. Get over it. And then when yeah. you could see it on the daughter's face where she realized her mother was right, was when yeah. she first walks into the house and hits that button and that thing moves open. Yeah. And he's like, what's this? And she's like, my childhood. Yeah. Like she realized right there, she's like, she was right. The yeah. motherfucker was coming. Yeah. So if if someone anyone i mean us included anyone could take you know friday the 13th or nightmare on elm street or you know any of these classic like hellraiser any of these classic like horror films and if they care enough about the property and they invest enough time in writing it it can be a fucking groundbreaking horror film you know what i mean yeah well i i feel like they also one of the one of the aspects of this movie that worked so well is the nods to things that were really just very nuanced in the original. Yeah, they weren't moments that. I mean, the, I mean, with the exception of like sh- shot parallels, I guess. But for the most part, it's it's they were able to almost recreate some of the feelings from the original, like, like which is just like it's more of a love letter to John Carpenter. Yeah. anything else like when the granddaughter looks out the window and her grandmother's standing there yeah and then the school yeah kind of like yeah, what happened yeah. you know yeah i thought that was cool yeah 
it was a really good idea though, man. Like let's let's base this one after the first one. Forty years have passed. Yeah. What has she been doing this whole time? Prepping, getting ready. She's got PTSD. Like yeah. her whole life has been spent. To me, that's better than like anything they ever do with the other ones. Yeah. Oh, I agree, one hundred percent. And I hope that this whole new like I'm interested to watch Candyman, right? Yeah. Jordan right. Peele's involved. I'm hoping that it lives up to the original Candyman, you know. And I have, I'm trying to keep my expectations low, man, but I will say it's reinforced that last trailer we watched where we do get the, we do get that the little Tony Todd cameo. And I'm hoping that's a prevalent thing throughout the film. Yeah. Like, cause it looks like a descent into madness film, but he turns into Candyman at the end. That's what it looks like to me, which is fine. Yeah. But it looks like I hope the original Candyman like is is gonna have more to more at play than necessarily him. Yeah. This is how so, you reboot a franchise, oh man. This is how you bring it back. Yeah, this is textbook. It was perfect. Oh yeah. yeah and and I want to see someone that has as much passion and as much vigor for a franchise as they did with this, and I want to see them come in. And I want to see a good Freddy movie. I want to see a good Jason movie. I want to see a good Hellraiser movie. You know, I want to. I want all these to be revisited and and brought back into modern times, but in a very good, clever, and interesting way. That's all I want. Her house was a fucking trap. Well, her That's house. The dollhouse was a replica of the house that Michael Myers grew up, which was crazy. That was such a cool nod to that. Like, you know, it's just. Well, even that scene where, so she had these mannequins in the backyard that she would shoot. Yeah. So she had this room where she had a few of them, you know, stockpile. Well, when she went in there looking for him doing those lights off, I was like, that motherfucker's in here somewhere. And when she did those down where she busted in two closets, I was just like, oh, shit, you know? Why didn't you get the shotgun? Like, I knew he was going to come busting out from behind those damn things. Yeah. I just knew it. Because you could hear him breathing in there. Yeah. And that was the thing, too, man, when he first put that mask on and you hear the breath. breath. And it's like, oh, he's back. Yeah. See, the reason I didn't watch this when it came out was because I expected like more of the same. Yeah. You know, and what was that one? H2O? Yeah. Ugh. 20 years later. Yeah. And that's like whenever they had her in it and I was like, oh, it's just going to be another fucking, you know, we've seen it. Yeah. But this one was different. Yeah. The people doing the that's- podcast, the build up, like, and then you erase all that other shit that happened. Yeah. It's like, this is just, she's been in there all, you know, 40 years and she's been waiting. She's like, I got to kill it. She's out there riding around, dude, listening to the police scanners. Looking for his ass. Yeah. And then the the great thing they did with the daughter was like, her phone gets fucked up. So the whole time they're trying to get rid of her, get get a hold of her. Like, and it's just building shit. Cause it's like, oh, he's going to find her before they do. Yeah. Oh, her friend got fucked up, didn't he? Yeah. There's something so like, and it, so, you know, you just think about being stabbed, like, right in the middle of your back. Yeah. And, like, that, the pain. Yeah. And how bad that must hurt. 
Yeah. Because anytime they stab someone, like right in the back there with a big ass butcher knife, you're just like, oh. Yeah. That chick was on the phone. And she's like, yeah, I'll lock up. Thanks for telling me. And he came up behind her and grabbed her neck. Went. Yeah. I was like, damn, they're straight showing it. But they it didn't was... go overboard with it. No, it wasn't a gore fest. Not it like wasn't when he beat that form. woman with that hammer. He, I, I love how they had it around the corner. You could just hear her getting beat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's classy right there. Yeah. Everything about it was good, man. I fucking loved all of it. I can't wait to see the other two. We were talking yeah. about the other night. What's the name of the next one? Uh, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. So I, I'm guessing, and you know, in the last one, to end their little storyline, they they finally kill him. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Or he kills her, and that's something they could do too, man. In the next one, if she's in the next one, she could die. Yeah. And then the daughter and the granddaughter had to finish him off, and the one after that. Yeah. I just know it's not going to be some of the same old recycled shit. Like, it'll right. be different. Yeah. I give it a star, dude. Yeah, I'm giving it a full star, man. It was great, and I'm glad that we watched it back-to-back -back with the OG. I feel like you have to. Yeah. If you're going to yeah. watch the new one, you need to go back and watch that first one, dude, because it just builds right off of it. Like. Yeah. When he looked over the edge, and it even played that music where it went, that little, yeah, the same thing they played when he, she looked down and he was gone. Mm -hmm. And that cop, was that cop the one that shot him, that was there with the doctor in the first one? I think so, right? One of the younger cops. He was supposed to be that guy. His name was Frank, right? And and the new Halloween. Yeah, movie. they just kept saying he was one of the first responders on the scene. Michael Myers is a bad motherfucker, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, yeah. they, the, the best decision they made, too, was like the aging of the mask. Mm -hmm. And I've got this image where you can see the clean one, you know, brand new. And then the old one over here where the hair is kind of like matted down. Yeah. The, the rubber's coming off. Full star. Full star. So you get three fucking butcher knives. Jack-o'-lanterns. Dude, when he sent that cop car up there and it had the one cop's head stuck on the flashlight. Yeah. Like a jack-o'-lantern. I was like, oh, got a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that played him did a really good job. Yeah. Um, whenever he was... Uh, you know, fucking on the main chick, he was headed back in the house. He heard that girl scream. Yeah. And then he just beeline. He turned around and was like, coming for you. And how they, they even did a couple of, they had a few scenes from the original. Where they showed him killing his sister. And I like how. Uh, yeah, we've did in and out very nice. I like how in one of the scenes, too, they were like, wasn't it like her brother or something? And she's like, no, nah, that's just what people said. Because in some of the other ones, didn't they like try to say it was her brother? 
Yeah, like they. Oh yeah, how they how they debunked that and got rid of it. Oh, yeah, some people just said that. I was like, oh, that's cool. All, in the dialogue itself, yeah, they they straight trampled over the sequels and was like, eh, that's all fucking bullshit. Yeah, it was that dude smoking weed. And yeah, like it wasn't like her brother or something. And they're like, nah, that was just something people said, you know. Old Stoner like Joe. Media, yeah. Yeah. We didn't see what happened to him. No, he they pinned he pinned him to the wall. It was, was kind of the, the same. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it he was did kind of those same. other two. Yeah, it was kind of the same kill from the first one. Yeah. So. Dude, when that chick was sitting on the toilet. And he dropped those teeth. Oh my god! It was like what? Uh, yeah, you know shit's fucked whenever you see teeth over a bathroom stall door, you know. But yeah, I'm excited for uh, more, and um, you know, we'll do it when we do it when we do what we do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Gonna be good. So I'm looking through the movie news, but I don't really say I don't really see anything super crazy. Um, I haven't already heard. Yeah, I know that, you know, they are talking about bringing Wonder Woman over to HBO Max. Stop. Um, but, I mean, do you think that that would hurt it if they did that? Wow. I don't think so either. I saw where a lot of movies are probably a lot of superhero stuff's probably going to end up going straight to the services. Yeah. Because of the whole theater thing. It's going to change everything, dude. And I'm okay with it, you know? Um, let's see. Well, Adam Sandler's Hubie. Yeah, that's debuts up now. At, yeah, it debuts at number one. People on Twitter are talking about it like crazy. They're saying it's about, good? Funny? No, like, this is fucking... It's cheesy. It, I mean, the trailer looked cheesy. Yeah. You well, people are getting, doing a weird voice. You know, like, what'd you expect? Yeah. Well, people are getting high and watching it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. It looks like a silly goose, like, Halloween movie. Yeah. Well, you remember that other trailer we watched where those that couple was gonna go off on vacation and like some kind of like alien things are showing up? Yeah. Remember that? That movie's available now. I wanna check that out. I'm gonna end up watching it. See what it the does. little fur alien yeah. things. Yeah. The trailer just looked funny. Yeah. It did. Speaking of the trailers that we've watched and stuff, um a lot and I started uh Watching the uh, the Haunting of Blind Manor, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Um, not bad. Good Halloween stuff. Good, you know, Halloween chuffer for the month. Um, 
I finished uh, Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah. So what did you think? It was, uh, it was good. Like they, goddamn cliffhanger, though. Yeah. I mean, it was really good. They, they was able to, like, you know, because it's so much ridiculous shit happens. And you're just like, your mind is almost like, what the fuck is happening? You know? And, uh, so much craziness. Yeah. It's like a what, it's a comic book, you know, series, but yeah. it's like very adult. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh but I like the way that they wrapped everything up, what they did wrap up. And uh I mean it's just it's just good writing, you know. Yeah. Cuz you never it never gets stale, you know, it never gets uh it never gets boring or anything like that. They just they they find they're finding new clever ways to keep you engaged. And I hope I know it got picked up for season three, so I'm interested to see how many seasons it's actually gonna get. But you know, yeah, I can't wait to see the next season. And it yeah. did get picked up, so I'm happy because, dude, if they would have ended the show right then and there, I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Because now I gotta know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm afraid of the act being given to it because of because of the whole thing, the whole shakeup with DC right now and Warner Brothers. If it's a possibility, then they need to go ahead finish it out the season, like yeah. you know, at least wrap it up with a little bow on it. Yeah. Um, because it it goes out when it when the episode goes off. I was checking the time to be like, please don't be almost finished. You know, like, yeah. I was like, oh, it's going to go out like this. Yeah. Here is something, though. Disney puts focus on streaming entertainment as major reorganization is announced. Uh, Disney's bypassing theatrical content for the time being as they put more of their focus on the streaming side of the business during theater shutdowns. Yes, that's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, that. So, um, this was what Disney CEO Bob Chappick made a statement. It says, we are tilting the scale pretty dramatically towards streaming. I would not characterize it as a response to the global emergency. I would say it accelerated the rate at which we made the transition, but the transition was going to happen anyway. Um, consumers are going to lead us. Right now, they are voting with their pocketbooks, and they are voting very heavily towards Disney+. Plus. We want to make sure that we are going the way the consumers want us to go. Um, let's see. We'll see at the Not end ever... of the day, they still win. Yeah. It says here that not everyone is thrilled with Disney's evolving priorities while audiences have long been clamoring to have major movie released movies released on streaming so they can watch new content without risking infection by going to theaters. Cinema hall owners have been locked in a battle for their very existence for the past few months. Following the announcements of Soul debuting on Disney Plus, the International Union of Cinemas issued a statement condemning Disney's decision. Decisions to postpone titles to bypass cinemas and the value they create are extremely disappointing and concerning. 
and will only delay the day that the whole industry is able to put this crisis behind it. It is not only cinemas and audiences who are missing out. This situation must surely also be deeply frustrating for the creators and talents who want to see their films on the big screen. Now look. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get it, but... (laughs) But... We've been waiting for this. I think Disney's going to be the one that kind of pushes it in to... Yeah. More people are going to have to, man, because when are the theaters going to reopen? When are people oh, going to yeah. go to the theaters? Here's what's going to happen. You're going to release a movie in the theaters and it ain't going to make shit. Yeah. And then, it, you know, it's going to look bad, you know, like. Yeah. That's why they're switching. And see, now it's like a perfect time. They just this year started their streaming service. Yeah. They've also partnered with other streaming services like Hulu, you know. Um,. Because they split things up. Like some of their stuff, do they put it on HBO? No, they put it on the adult stuff they put on Hulu. Okay. So, which makes sense. But at the same time, dude, it's just like, I understand. If you are a, if you're a writer, if you're a director, if you're an actor, the dream has traditionally always been to be playing in movie theaters, right? Yeah. But... I think the new blood mm-hmm. understands that that idea has skewed so far away from what it used to be that they're okay Everyone with we're okay it. with it. Yeah. It I doesn't mean, like make your movie shitty. No. It's the same movie. Well, and I think that if you even look at what Kevin Smith was able to do with um, Jay and Bob. Yeah. Like he took it, he it didn't release in theaters. He took it on its own road show, this, that, and the other, and it um made what money that it made. You know, I don't know what the what the dollars. He was able to it, pay everybody back. Yeah, so he made the money that he made. He was able to promote it, and he was able to pretty much just directly deal with fans. Yep. Now I I see in the future that happening more and more because think about it. In Huntsville, they're doing a showing of the original Evil Dead and doing a Q&A with Bruce Campbell after it goes off, right? Well, during the quarantine, we've got watch-alongs with, like, Zack Snyder yep. and other filmmakers that have watched the movie and then talked about, did, like, a little Q&A after the movie was over, this, that, and the other. I think that that's how most people want to consume their entertainment. Yeah. Like, if I go to the movies and I get a dinner and a show... And the show in this case being like, okay, I'm going to get to talk, possibly talk with the creator, or at least hear his point of view on specific things. That's more value added to my experience, right? After we went to the road show, we talked about that, how it would be awesome if more directors, yeah, you know, would do that. And this was pre-COVID. Oh, yeah. So, pre you know, now I see it. And like you said, like with the people doing the Zoom things and the watch-alongs, like, you know, like now they're like Kevin Smith has been doing that shit for years. Yeah. Taking his movies out and road showing. And you remember uh, Tarantino did the road show. I don't think he traveled around with the movie, but it was a special screening. Yeah. Of the, was it the 70? The 70 millimeter cut of, yeah. uh, what was it? Hateful Eight? Yeah. So just stuff like that, man, a little something, you know, cause the fan people like that shit. Yeah. Well, and that's like, we've talked about it several times, but like 
I would go watch older movies. Like if Tarantino was like, look guys, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to theaters, you know, across the nation and we're going to do Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs. And after it's over me uh, and like maybe, you know, Harvey Keitel or whoever. Yeah. Michael Madsen. And we're going to do like a little Q and a an hour. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the movie and uh, then you're going to go home. And it's like, yeah, I will pay 20. Yeah. I'll pay 35, $40 for that experience. Yeah. But if I'm just going to sit down and watch a movie, I want to sit on my couch with my dog and my boxers and not have to worry about fucking crying babies or loud ass people or candy wrappers or fucking getting in my vehicle and driving. It's not like I can throw a rock and hit a movie theater around nope. here, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I would love to go watch Tenet in theaters. Mm-hmm. But I also, I'll be just as happy watching that shit on my fucking 60-inch TV. I love it just as much. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to change more. the experience. Yeah. So. Because, you know, that that home experience is just a better overall experience. Really. Yeah, it is. You c- control the volume. Yeah. Control the pauses if you have to pause. You know? Go to the bathroom. Yeah. You can, like, you know, ignore the world. And usually when you rent a movie like that, you get you can watch it a few times. Yeah. You get it so long. It's usually, what, 24 hours, 72 hours, something like that. Yeah. They give you so long on the view. So you can watch it over and over if you want to. Yeah. How many times have you seen a movie in theater and went home and be like, man, I'd like to watch that again? Uh, Django? Yeah. I think that was the last one that I've watched multiple times in theaters. Yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, that's, you know, Borat before that. Yeah. Zombieland I watched twice. It's just, it's rare. Whenever It's got to be a really, really good movie for me to for me to be around with a group of friends and they're like, Oh, we haven't watched such and such movie. Let's go. It's like, well, yeah. And it's like, yeah, 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 exactly. So I think I watched it. Did we watch it together? What? I watched it three times. One time I alone. Watched... One time I think I went, I got my grandfather to go watch it. Then another time I went with somebody else. Yeah. We went together yeah. because I, the first time I went was with Cody and Alina. And then I went with my uh, parents, my mom and stepdad and brothers, the power went out, got a fucking oh, yeah. uh, rain check, uh, went back with them after work one night. It was uh, about 10 minutes in, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a dentist, you know, that part. Yeah. Um, And then I went and watched it with you. So I watched it three and a half times at theaters. Yeah. Because, and I would have done the same for Hateful Eight. Yeah. Didn't y'all, didn't y'all watch Hateful Eight with us? With Mandy. Possibly. Because I remember going to the theater. I did go to the theater and watch it. Uh, I went and watched them all in theater, actually. I think I was living over here, though, when that came out, right? Yeah. Because we watched a screener of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we watched a... We got a a, a, a thing from the Academy. Yeah, we, we vote. Cause see, y'all y'all give me shit for my thoughts on Hateful Eight, but I gave him my money. I went and I went and got the theater experience. Yeah. I don't give. I'm just fine. I'm just mad. 
Did I mean, you watch when they did it, the, the, the other cuts that they did for Netflix? I, I, I have not watched the extended What's cut. really cool, man, is it's in episodes. Yeah. And they use different camera angles. Yeah. Like in the movie, that scene where they pull up to the haberdashery and that camera's out there with them. Well, when they pull up on the, on the, the uh, Netflix version... They swapped it. So in the movie, when the camera was outside, it's inside. And you hear them outside talking. Yeah, and then they, they swapped it back and forth, and they used different camera angles. Like, it's not the same movie. It yeah. is, but it's not. You get more. It was really cool because... the way they did that. Because I expected just a little bit added on. But no, dude, they recut the motherfucker. Yeah. Which was really cool. But this this kind of goes along with that, man. This is something I was going to bring up. Uh, Coming to America 2. Is going straight to streaming in December. Coming straight to Amazon. Makes sense. And it's all because, you know, the movie's ready. They want to get it out. They spent all this money on it. Yeah. And when's, you know. See that? Because you get that. You tell everybody you got a movie coming out. You know, you move, you get a little hype going. And then it's like, all right, well, we can't release it for like a year and a half. Like, nah, dude. Can't People going to forget about it. Get it out there. It sucks that it took COVID to get us to this point. But I'm down with it. There's this article I saw that said Shia LaBeouf's wild new live musical about COVID is the most Shia LaBeouf thing ever. Somehow that statement makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does. But how is it more Shia LaBeouf than him standing in front of that green screen? Yeah, going do it, just do it. This guy said, "Yeah, it's about as Shia LaBeouf as Shia LaBeouf gets." I'm cool with it. You know, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, so. a live musical about COVID. I mean, is it going to be like everybody has AIDS, AIDS, AIDS? Is it going to be like that? I, I mean, who I'm knows? I'm captivated. <laughs> I'm loving every um, minute of it. The house from Silence of the Lambs is now up for sale. Buying it. Um, you want to live? It's if you want to live in a someplace creepy as hell. A nice house. Is it got the uh, the <laughs> well? I don't think. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, Buffalo Bill. What's funny was the article caught my eye because it's that picture. You know that picture of him looking down? Yeah. And I'm like, Put the oh, lunch in the fucking basket. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. When they did that show, Dirt, it was hilarious. But I'm down, dude. I'll watch Coming. I was not going to go to the theater and watch Coming to America. But I'll watch it at home when it yeah, drops. I think yeah. they're learning, dude. I think they're seeing the kind of streaming numbers they're getting. Yeah. Well, like, you know, you're always going to have your theater crowd. But then always. there's these other motherfuckers that's like, ah, I'd rather watch it at home. Yeah. But here's what's going to happen. When the movies come out now, you're going to get your theater crowd watching it at home, but you're going to get the other, you're going to get everybody. Yeah. I think they're seeing that. Like, numbers are coming in, and they're being like, did you see how many fucking people watch that? Yeah. Oh, Netflix cancels 
free one month trials in the U.S. Yeah, I saw that. I know people that'll that'll do that, like where they'll use a different email and a thing, and I bet that's happened a lot since the quarantine. Well, I'm sure that they can look at the IP and be like, you know? Yeah. That's like whenever you had one Netflix account and there's like 18 people mooching off of it. Yeah. Yeah, now they've stopped that too. You yeah, can you I mean, can have so many, but um, I don't blame them. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Yeah. I mean I'm using someone's account, my grandparents, but hell, I'm yeah. using it. Uh, three other grandkids are using it, but they had to pay for the extra so you could watch. Like so many people could watch at the same time. They're paying yeah. for it. But I, that was just a few things that I saw I had to mention. I'm going to check into the Shia LaBeouf thing because I, I got to see what that's about. If you find anything, uh, post it in here for next there, week. Yeah, I will. There's some uh, uh, Instagram clips of them like doing it, like filming. Like God. They're all like gathered around shit singing. You know, he works at like a film kind of school thing now. Um, He played Spagoli in that uh, when they did the read of... Uh, Fast times. Yeah. You see any of those clips? No, but did he kill it? He did, man. And he was like I, smoking weed while he while was doing he, it. Yeah. He was getting in character. Brad dude. Pitt and fucking uh, oh Sean, what's his name? Sean Penn. Yeah, with like laughing their ass off. That's awesome. And it was him. And uh, uh, you remember the guy in the movie that played the teacher that comes to Spicoli and he's like, "You got to retake this test." Yeah. I'm going to fail you. You're not going to the dance. Well, that was played by uh, um, Ray Liotta. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you had this, and it's all like Zoom calls set up. Yeah. And, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, Charles Shank. Oh. Uh, he was he was going, you know, he was setting up the scenes. Yeah. From scene to scene. It was pretty funny. That's fucking cool. I didn't cool watch the shit. whole thing. I just watched several, several clips. But Right. But yeah. Shit. Well, I'm ready for fucking trailers. Y'all ready for trailers? We got a couple of them. We got a couple here. We got a new uh, Mel Gibson movie. Which I'm always excited about. We got a Nicolas Cage movie. Which, you know. Nicolas Cage. I'm pulling out my... Trailer computer. We got Johnny Depp coming at you. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Johnny. We got some Walton Goggins. We got some Tom Hanks. We got The Stand. Pinocchio live action. I'm a real boy. I mean, we've got a a lot of different trailers going on here, guys. Hang on. I'm kind of excited about this Walton Goggins trailer, low key. Anything with him in it. Well, I think that it's he's like the fucking ShamWow guy. Yeah. In this trailer. Okay. So. Dude, his Instagram is off the chain. Walton Goggins. He posts videos all the time, dude. And a lot of times he'll be in like some tropical paradise, fucking get like drunk. <laughs> Of course, he is. that's the most Walton Goggin thing. Yeah, dude, ever, like not know? wearing any shoes. He's getting one with nature, dude. 
I would love to hang out with him. I I'd can't like to wait see him for work. Him. Yeah. Like to to be on the set of Righteous Gemstones or you know, or I, uh Hateful Eight. Yeah. I actually saw a clip earlier and it was uh you know how they'll get those actors together and they'll have the round table discussion? Mm-hmm. So they had like fucking um you talk who you talk you talking to me? Robert De Niro. They had De Niro, bunch of people do like big names. And Jamie Foxx was talking about Christoph Waltz and yeah. like being on set with him during Django. And he said like, you know, we got, and it was when Leo had to drop the end bomb. Yeah. And he said, Samuel Jackson's over here. Like, say it motherfucker. You know, like just say it, like, yeah. you know, cause he's all like scared. He don't want to say it. he's trying to find his lines. And he yeah. said, but they were sitting there watching Christoph work and Jamie looked over at Leo and he's like are you seeing this and he's sitting there smoking a cigarette shaking his head he's like watch this guy dude he's fucking I'm learning dude I'm learning shit he's like a teacher dude yeah well they were talking about the scene where he folds the paper up yeah and like all he had to do was look at the paper fold it put in his pocket but he turned into this whole fucking thing dude like put the glasses out what rubbed them you know cleaned them looked at the paper signed it they were like, he was fucking acting with his hands. Like, I mean, but that's something you don't forget about that movie. Though. I hit right. Him putting that paper. Yeah. And that's what they're talking about. When they were sitting there watching him do it, it was like, it was amazing. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Yelling. Say it, motherfucker. <laughs> Find your line. That's so fucking funny, though. I mean, you blame him? No. I mean... If the if you show up with all you got for anybody, it's Tarantino. Yeah. You know. So And see that was the first time any of them have worked with Christoph Waltz. Try didn't even know who he was. That was Django, yeah. so Yeah. And they're like this. Yeah. All right, hang on. Yeah. I've got my I got it pulled uh, up and I'm switching over. What are we watching first? Um, your woman, I think. One yeah. I've got up. Post my comment. <laughs> was here. Are y'all ready? Ready. Yep. Three, two, one, play. Break the glass ceiling. She burning all the breakfast, right? Party, <laughs> you making sloppy, slimy eggs? Shit, shit, bro. That's right, man. Rye bread. Uh, Go. Look at that Weird door. door man. That sounded That's the like the opening drum beat to. That dude's knock was the opening drum beat to Fertile Green by High on Fire. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Oh, shit. Classic don't give a fuck shot. Arm out the window. Driving Miss Liddy. So this movie is going to be about this dude teaching her how to be a smooth motherfucker. Well, they're like looking for her husband. Yeah. She's having to what a, bug out. What a weird, what a weird rendition of this song. Yeah, right. 
Build them all. They're going to like fall in love. Oh, they're not going to fall in love. Don't look bad, man. The queen was charging too much. Kind of has a grindhouse feel to it, right? Yeah. Not bad. I'd check it out. Bleeding? Makes you think it's going to be like a... A chick flick, like a, you know... Oh, fat man? Yeah. Indeed. Everybody has been talking about this trailer, and I haven't watched it yet, so... They're saying Gibson's back. This guy I never, here, he says, I can't tell if this is a horror movie, a comedy, or a combination of two. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Look, the guy's name. <laughs> Matthew Coast, relationship advice. Why is he commenting from that channel? I know, I know right? I'm going to pull it up. Does he have videos? He does. When he flakes, say this. Are you being played? What are the signs? All right. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Someone I'm ready. else says, please, Mel Gibson, directed new movie. It's a foreign. <laughs> All right. I'm playing three, two, one, play. Blood violence. Okay. Authentic gunshots. Oh, violence. Come on. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Is he going falling down? What's going on? Told you I'm retired. I mean, all movies. Gonna go Rambo on them. <laughs> oh shit, dude! He's <laughs> in this one too. Dude, he's Santa Claus. 
Dude. He's fucking Santa Claus, dude. Oh, I know. And it's like serious. Greatest Christmas movie ever made. Fucking. Uh-huh. He got a lump <laughs> of coal when he was a kid and it fucked him up. Remember when he said he got he got shot in the sleigh and in his side? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit. That looks great, dude. Oh God, I, yes. I've got to see when this releases because what, November the thirteenth. Is it coming straight out? I don't. I don't know, dude. If this was available, I'd probably hop off here and go watch it right now. Yeah. I mean, oh, look. Yeah. At, Look at this fucking poster right here, guys. This this movie just looks so over the top. Yeah. This is made in response to the people who say Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. <laughs> um, Does it tell you when it comes out? It just says November the 17th, 2020. Uh, let's this one see. says November the 13th. They pushed it back? When, like when you Google it, the little Google things. Ah, uh, that may yeah. be like in a different location. Fat man, where to stream and watch? Hold on. Um. The title is currently not available to stream on digital platforms. Well, I know that. It's not out yet. I hope that it comes out on whatever streaming service that it comes out on. See, so this it says net... 17th, but it doesn't say theaters. Like, Yeah, well, maybe the it's there. limited theaters on the 13th wow. and then streaming on the 17th. That would make sense because the 13th is on a Friday and the 17th is on a Tuesday. Here was an article where it says they acquired the rights, Batman. I'm guessing. And this was in September. They got that shit together. Yeah. We've got to watch it for for Christmas. I mean, we've got to. Yeah, the uh, it says that a kid hires a hitman. He got that lump of coal. Hires a hitman to kill Santa Claus. That's funny. Classic, you know. Oh, I won't forget. No, it's like that Santa Claus movie with Mel Gibson. Yeah. Alright, what would you? Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu? Yeah. Lee, 
Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Listen to the synopsis. Ancient order of jiu-jitsu fighters face a vicious race of alien invaders in an epic battle for the survival of Earth. I'm fucking in. Dude, we're getting all these, like, quarantine movies that are finally coming out. Like, yeah. like the one we just watched. Yeah. And, like, you can't tell me some motherfucker wasn't locked in their house for three months writing that movie with Jackie Chan and all the Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I know. Smoking weed? Like, I got a great idea for a movie, dude. <laughs> Hear me out, right? Yeah. Jackie Chan is an there. old dragon. And Arnold and they're like, whoa, dude. You can't put both of them in the same movie. The world will explode. Bet. All right, I'm ready for jujitsu. I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, play. Crazy like me. Okay. Check that hat out. Oh, God. Predator. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's the dude from Warframe. The game. <laughs> This is hilarious. (laughs) Kickboxer retaliation? Gonna be, that's gonna be some exquisite shit right there. Crazy. He's like, somebody was pitching this idea. They're like, all right, we've got an idea for a Predator movie. And they're like, uh uh-uh. uh. He's like, we're gonna change it to Spaceman. He's gonna have the same powers as the Predator. Yeah. And he's he gonna show fight up. people jujitsu. <laughs> that's the only, and he's like, he shows up and he wants to fight jujitsu. Yeah, it's like, so, uh, okay. It looks like a silly goose time. It does. It looks like a. I want the trailer recut, and every time he says jujitsu, you just hear in the background fucking Joji going, "Yeah, right." Yeah. And when he when he says it, you hear somebody hit a gong. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. Right. I guess I'm going to watch it. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to. Nick Cage is is always that that mixed bag, dude. You never know anymore. 
Well, and that's the joy of watching his movie. Yeah, like, absolutely. What cage are we surprised. getting? Like, what was that one, Mandy? Yeah. I mean that that movie that movie fucking crushes, dude. Yeah. Man, he and looks hell, like he's perfect. Even color out of space. I saw I saw where uh, there's a digital bundle that you can get right now of Mandy and Color Out of Space, and I'm wondering if they if they've got a physical copy of that because that's a that's a tube disc set I'd I'd be down to get. Right. Other, let's see. This is a war movie. Let me see your war face. Ah, re, it's recon. I've done a few of those contracts. Yeah, right. What if that's the whole movie? To, I was trying to muster something that would reference COD with that. They're just doing recons. <laughs> They run over to it. Yeah. But they never complete them. Because they, like they always get third party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are y'all ready? Third party pictures. Oh, man. Three, two, one, play. Recon. I'm waiting for the lone trumpet. Whoa, that's fake as fuck. Five mile per hour max. Dude, it's that guy. It's dude, yeah, from Vikings. It's Bjorn. That's his name. That's taking my leg. No, no, no. Is he speaking Spanish? No. Probably don't want to go across that. Uh uh. German snipers were good too, man. I watched a documentary about them one time. They would lay out there in that snow for days, not move. Jesus. But they had bars of methamphetamine infused chocolate, so, yeah. I mean. Chocolate. <laughs> I don't know what this next trailer is, but it's got Johnny oh. Depp in it. So I've seen a clip of this at some point. I think I might have shared it with Adam. This is being held as the return of death. We watched like, some like teaser of this. This is where yeah. he's got the funny fucking hat on and shit. Oh, okay. We watched he, some kind he, of. This has been a while ago though. Yeah, but uh, but it this kind of I think it got stirs at some of the festivals earlier this year. Before uh, 
before the thing that can't be said on YouTube. You will call it COVID. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Yeah, we saw some kind of like teaser. Been like. COVID. Yeah, look how he's dressed. We were looking at an article, and they had a short clip of him. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Look serious as fuck. Doesn't look bad though at all. I watched this next trailer on my phone and it looks interesting. It looks kind of funny, you know? I had it pulled up the other night, but I didn't for that tab. Yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm hoping it's like stepbrothers, half-brothers. Well, you got one straight one, right? And then you got one goofy one. So it's that whole dynamic. It's, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles, you know. You date? Yeah, that kind of feel, so. Ready? Yeah. Ready, Trav? Yeah. Three, two, one. I'm guessing he's the fucking goofy one. Yeah. He's still in a goat. He's like, start the car. That's the day he. He's a dickhead. Oh, my God.
What did it say? World famous what? Rage for a goat farm? He stole the goat. I want to know. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> he Free wakes range. up, but he's running with a goat. Start the car! Free range goat farm, dude. I don't know what this is, but it's Tom Hank. That's so Got it. <laughs> uh -huh. Look at these down here. Need love. Oh yeah. Ten forty three has the best. I like I that. I like that. <laughs> Need love, Lee. Hi guys. All right, y'all ready? This is the news of the world. Yeah. All right, three, two, one, play. Didn't even know this movie was a thing. No. Like a... Oh, green grass? There will be Hanks. It is now. Hey, news of the world. Hey. The script must be awesome or something, because it's like Tom Hanks, you know, has probably got to be worth like what three hundred million dollars. Yeah. What would make him favor? Was he blackmailed into doing it? I don't know. Was he Epstein into doing it? Know. Is that why he I moved? Don't know. 
He knew this movie was coming out. He's like, I'm fucking leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, the live action. Is this the one that Guillermo del Toro's involved in? Yeah. Oh, comment. Some things shouldn't be live action. This is something. <laughs> well, I, as long as it's not a fish person fucking a woman, I'm cool with it. The shape of Wawa. This is the scariest I'm... shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm ready when y'all are. Like it's about to go start fantasy. Looking at watching it. All right, three, two, one, play. Pinocchio. The pedo. Not weird. Weird. Art. Was that circus? I, thought, I don't know. This is going to be a trip, dude. Fuck, dude. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that one movie. The dude could run really fast. It had a Robin Williams. Moon. Oh. Kind of got that vibe, you Baron, know. Baron Moonchild. Yeah. All the weird characters and the way they're dressed and. Yeah. yeah. That shit I'm looks here. like... I don't know, man. I don't know if that trailer was a good idea for him. I don't think so. I don't know. It looks strange. I mean, it does look strange. I definitely... I'm going to have to check it out. I got to see what's going on. So that is a... Hold on. I'm pretty sure I saw Andy Serkis. Dog face. So th- this film came out last year. Pinocchio? In Italy, yeah. Came out December the 19th, 2019 in Italy. So this is the Italian version of Pinocchio. Yeah. And then Guillermo del Toro is doing his version well, of Pinocchio. This isn't the same. No, not that I know of. It says here that uh, Garone or Jerome paid 
150 euros out of his own pocket to dub the movie in English because even in English before even finding a distributor. He chose to use Italian voices to preserve the Italianness of the film and to take advantage of the fact that Italians are master dubbers. <clears throat> Pinocchio. Yeah. He didn't want to take away from the Italianness of the film. <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know. It looks dark. It does. And it looks like maybe it wasn't worth it. Like, maybe when Guillermo del Toro's version comes out, we watch both of them. Because, I mean, that one doesn't look bad. It it looks very Guillermo del Toro-ish. Yeah, I thought it was his. Yeah, so. It has a 2.1 on Google. Um, oh, I mean. Out of 326 ratings. Now, the Rotten Tomato to... score is a lot better. It's It's 90. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. They're trying to preserve the Italian. Yeah, I think I remember when this came out, but like you said, it was in a, it was a foreign, so. Yeah. So they've dubbed it. As you do. It looks like a trip, though. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. I'm I'm excited about this. The next two trailers we've got here. Does this have any connection to the movie? This is the movie. CBS? It's like a TV show. Well, instead of doing... Because they were going to do one... Oh, now they're just going to do the TV show? Yeah, it's the same guy. Fault in your star. Yeah. Yeah, this is his version. Yeah. Well, it says the stand on... Don't miss premiere of the stand on Thursday, December the 17th. Streaming exclusively on CBS All Access, so yeah. All right. Wops got it. That's what we used to watch uh, the new Trek stuff. So I'll probably, me and her will probably watch it because we actually revisited the original a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. M O O N. The uh, the TV the uh, the Stephen King directed version. Yeah. That's uh, Moon had to do from Coach. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is what it, you enjoy it for what it is, because it's that little 90s gem, you yeah. know? Benny Dane. Y'all ready? I mean, top, I mean, top comment, though, I mean, Gary Sinise will always beast the Redmond, dude. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm ready when y'all are. I'm ready. Three, two, one. This is going to be good. The podcast was great. Talk to the guy. They're gonna change that song up, like they do it. When King met this guy, he gave him his blessings.
Woo! They they captured that weirdness. Yeah. That the stand had. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah. I remember watching that as a kid and be like, this shit's <laughs> Everything's weird in this world. Yeah. They're in. It looks like they captured that. That podcast was great. It what was. Kevin did with that guy. Yeah. He met with King. And, it, you know, because he had to vet him. And after yeah. talking with King, going over what he wanted to do with his show, Stephen was like, you can do it. I'll let you do it. But this dude's a master of taking <clears throat> books, putting them on the screen. That's his thing. He he likes to, you know, tries to do the best that he can. Yeah. So I'm excited about it, though. Yeah, dude. Excited about John fucking Bronco right here. When does that uh, the stand come out? When is it? December, you said? Yeah, December. Okay. So we might have to hop to on that, guys. That's... Yeah, for real. So this right here on the on the video, it says this is the unbelievable story of the rise, fall, and ultimate redemption of the legendary pitchman for the Ford Bronco. Yeah, so that's he is a straight up damn wild guy. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna do this. I mean, come on, let's go. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Play. This gonna be. Sold American. like a documentary kind of like a yeah. and then tragedy here we go <laughs> those shorts <laughs> That's like tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm from out of nowhere. I don't know, dude, but it's genius, right? Yeah. Yeah, it says the Walton Goggins mockumentary. I'm down. Yeah, dude. I think there's gonna be more to it, like too, when he disappears. Yeah. I'm hoping like then it kind of cuts to like movie mode and we see where he's at, hiding out or what he's doing. Now yeah. was that a real guy? I don't think so, right? I mean, it says based on true story. Let's see, John Bronco. Right here. I don't remember seeing any. 
I think it, they're saying that like it's it's directed like, by um, Funny or Die guy. You know, they're, they're it's like a documentary that they're you know trying to make it. Right. I'm down to watch that. He said, "What do you say? Something, something will feed you. Bronco feeds my soul. Bronco feed my soul. Nah, it's uh, it looks good, man. I'm interested. Of course, you know. Per use, because it'll it'll fall in next week. But I'm gonna go ahead and put it here because I'm probably gonna check it out tomorrow. But tomorrow morning at eight, yeah, the official Monster Hunter trailer drops." Finally, it's got a premiere on there. Like there's a, it was live, AM. Finally getting a full trailer. They shouldn't have dropped that teaser clip last week. Well, next week we're gonna watch season of the witch. Halloween three. Never seen it. Been a long time. But yeah. Well, I'm ready for it. We got the last episode of Lovecraft. We got Season of the Witch. And uh, we're one step closer to uh, Halloween, guys. I mean, we did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. We did Halloween. What are we going to do for next year are we gonna watch the well you know we got a few people we gotta hit up like we gotta hit up jason we haven't done any jason moves we haven't done any freddy krueger we haven't done any hellraisers yeah um no ash no i mean we've got plenty of you know yeah victims here if you want to call it that so we should do um you know how they do and I think I brought this up before, but you know how they do Christmas in July? Yeah. We should do like Halloween in March or some shit. Yeah. Halloween in April, something like that, where we do like a pre, you know, like a spring yeah. horror, you know, just to kind of get more, because, you know. Yeah, it kind of sucks to have to wait until. Yeah. I was thinking whenever, didn't, they did a movie that had Freddie and Jason in it. Yeah, Freddy so versus Jason. If we do, we could do like a Freddy movie, a Jason movie, and then you know maybe watch one with them in it. I don't know, you know, do 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 the fan favorites. Yeah, because there's a plenty of them. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of them. I think there's like thirty nightmares. Uh, there's like what ten. Let's see how many nightmare. There's seven. We got nightmare, nightmare on Elm Street two, three, four, five. The final nightmare, new nightmare, and then the remake. So there's eight. And well, nine if you count Freddy versus Jason. Well, Jason. Um, I actually really like um, New Nightmare. 
I thought that was an interesting way to do. Is that the one they did with old dude? No. Jackie Earl? No, 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 no. That was the one that Wes Craven did it, and Freddy's hunting the actors from the actual film. Okay. And it's kind of like a Scream thing before Scream happened. Yeah. Yeah, because it came out in 94. But yeah. So. But, uh, but yeah, guys, I'll be back here next week with some, uh, season of the witch. Yeah. All right, guys. Some, some titty bits. Keep it real.